0: welcome to who weekly the podcast where you'll learn everything you need to know about the celebrities you don't i'm bobby finger i'm lindsey weber and sam Asgari reveals the and just like that role he auditioned for <laughs> sam Asgari okay, is... was almost in episode five of and just like that ellipsis
1: but like the role that he auditioned for is so he's acting like this is just a role that had any sort of like meat on it it turns out it's literally the sexy physical therapist that carrie has that has maybe one line
0: yeah it was all muscle mass <laughs> it was it was <laughs> lean muscle mass was the meat on it
1: which I guess you could argue is a great role for Sam Asghari. Like, at least what's so charming and funny about this is that in his Instagram stories where he says, man, I was looking forward to this role for the reboot of Sex and the City and just like that, laughy cry phase. And then he took a screenshot of the guy who got it and said, shout out to the dude that got it. It was a dope role. Make sure you catch Just Like That on HBO Max Made. In a way, it's like sweet that he did this because it Mm -hmm. was like a nothing He's he's still auditioning for the right roles. Whoever asked him to come in for this role got it exactly correct.
0: Yes, he's auditioning for roles that require bodies. (laughs) We need a body, Audie. A body, a body. Audie, just like that. A body for Carrie to Ogle.
1: I mean, do you know how many hours goes into these men's bodies? Like it's you know they they've put in the work. That's his job. It's just like we're so desperate for Britney. Headlines that we're going to start talking about her. Honestly, sorry, he's very hot, but dumb, dumb of a fiance, you know, like who himself has no problem posting.
0: He's a DDF.
1: <laughs> I would call him like a himbo. If he treats her right, he's definitely a himbo. Mm-hmm.
0: He seems to be treating her right. She'd take him to the curb if he wasn't treating her right.
1: One of the main things about requirements of being a himbo is you don't know what a himbo is. And I I fully believe that he does not know what a himbo is, which no. kind of makes him one.
0: We looked up who played, who actually got the role of Travis in this episode.
1: Yeah, who beat Sam Asgari to this An a- prized
0: role? <laughs> An actor named Ryan Cooper, who is best known for his role in Rough Night as the stripper who gets killed.
1: <laughs> Excuse you, he was also in a TV movie last year called Christmas on Ice, and a year before that, he was in a TV movie called Christmas a la mode. It's true. Okay,
0: That's true. Okay. That's okay. true. Another piece of breaking news, Anthony Porowski has a lot of Gougeres.
1: <laughs> oh, you mean Gougeres for Jude? This is incredible. I mean, I I applaud Anthony Porowski for having landed the big account. He's been selling Boursin cheese for years. When you look back, he's been involved with this company for so long, and I'm just impressed. He loves a soft cheese, but I feel like they're running out of things for him to do for Boursin cheese.
0: Yeah. Burson. He's scraping a little life for ideas.
1: <laughs> I mean, he's scraping the bottom of the barrel of Boursin. Gougères for Jude. They may be delicate, but there's nothing dainty about the flavor. Inspired by Anthony's favorite book, <laughs> A Little Life, <laughs> this recipe folds boursin, garlic and fine herbs into these traditional pastries, making them doubly good. Isn't that book like really, really sad? Like yeah. breathtakingly sad about, you know? You're not thinking about
0: Gougeres. It's like this sadistic book where she just like completely takes a dump on every possible character, including Jude.
1: But question, if they had the Gougeres in the book, don't you think things could have turned around?
0: No, the Gougeres are in the book. Jude makes, there's like a, there's like a, like Jude makes them. (laughs) Oh. I guess he's saying, Jude, if you had put Borsan in your Gougeres, maybe you wouldn't have ended no. up the way you ended up well well <laughs> that, that might be what well he's saying
1: who doesn't love borson who doesn't love borson
0: are are you anything like me do you every maybe like four to six months google or <laughs> two to three months who am i kidding one to two months google um is cheese good for you now
1: because <laughs> every <laughs> Wait, study you do like, that
0: oh yeah did it yesterday
1: because you you forgot or
0: people say "Oh, the saturated fat and cheese you shouldn't eat much cheese have you ever looked at a serving size for cheese it's a one inch cube that's nothing that's one bite of cheese and so it's like oh the saturated fat and cheese is bad but then other people go no 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 the saturated fat and cheese is good and they're always fighting and so the girlies are always fighting about whether or not the saturated fat and cheese is good so every few months i have to find one of the girlies who's like the saturated fat and cheese is good to make myself feel better for eating cheese all the time Okay. Anyway, I did this yesterday and I found one of the and? studies that was like, it's good. No, yeah, it's good for your heart too. Or n- neutral to good.
1: I do feel like cheese is good for you. Yeah. I looked up the use of Gougere in A Little Life and there's a part where he says, making more Gougeres, he said calmly. <laughs> one of the batches I made yesterday isn't quite right. No one's going to fucking care, Jude, he said, meanly. And then barreling helplessly forward, we could just give them cheese sticks and <laughs> dot, dot, dot. That's where the Google Books preview ends.
0: I actually have the book on Kindle, so it's easy to search. Let's see how many instances of gougeres.
1: They seem to be a very relevant food, and everybody's pissed at Jude for making these elaborate gougeres. If he had, if Jude had said to them, "I just made them with borson," it's not that crazy, guys.
0: You know, Jude would never Jude would never have made gougeres with borson.
1: Anthony Porowski, do you know him never from have Queer Eye? That. In a little life, does Queer Eye
0: exist? No. Are you sure? Well, maybe the original one, not the new one. It came out before the new one.
1: So in A Little Life, um, I just searched queer eye. In a little in a little life, they don't know about Anthony.
0: No. No. Okay. Okay, we got we got four mentions of Gougers, page seventy-six. Oh, how and why did he always listen to Jude? But he did once again, and soon it was eight, and the windows were open once again, and the kitchen was once again hot with pastry, as if the previous night had never happened, as if those hours had been an illusion, and Malcolm and JB were arriving. Willem stood in the door of their bedroom, buttoning up his shirt and listening to Jude tell them that he had burned his arm baking the gougeres. Yes! <laughs> Quote, I told you not to make those fucking gougeres. He could hear JB say happily, he loved Jude's baking. Oh. <sighs> yeah, yeah, don't say odd a little like <laughs> <laughs> oh. Sorry, that was a
1: nice moment. I see why people read that book. It's good writing.
0: The sliding doors of a little life is if Jude had made Gougeres with Bourson, everything would have ended up really well for Bourson. is so
1: good. Okay, speaking of Queer Eye, it's coming back. I don't know why we're doing this ad for Queer Eye or it... like that we're even promoting that it's coming back, but it's coming back. They're going to Texas. Did you hear about this from some relatives?
0: They're doing my cousins. <laughs> <laughs> They're doing my cousins. The Queer Eye friends are going to Texas. And I got harassed with an ad for this on Twitter yesterday. And it was a promo image that said, y'all means all. And, (laughs) And it was all the Queer Eye friends plus Miranda Lambert front and center. And I was like, I, I had no idea that they were going to Texas, let alone that they brought Miranda Lambert God, on for the ride.
1: When I see Miranda Lambert, I like the the imagery of her like throwing a salad at somebody comes like back immediately. Like she is a violent woman, you know.
0: <laughs> allegedly, allegedly, well, allegedly, how, allegedly.
1: I wonder how her cop is. Like her cop husband, they I wonder are if he's well.
0: Blissful, apparently. Every I time know. they get headlines, it's because they're blissful. But the well, he
1: never wants to go back to work. <laughs> Who would? I know. Who wants
0: to go back to work at all, let alone back to work being a I cop? I know, but that's <laughs> what I'm
1: saying. I'm like that lasted longer than we expected. I guess I don't know. It's yeah, lasted know, it's over. True. It's lasted over a year. Yeah.
0: But then you think about it, and you're like, this makes a lot of sense for Miranda. But I, part of me is wondering, like, is Miranda going to go into the houses of these people, like, completely destroy them, and then the queer eye people are going to have to come and pick up the pieces, <laughs> like? Is Miranda's job the tornado?
1: Right. It's like, it's like, so you've been verbally abused by uh, country <laughs> singer and star Miranda Lambert. We're here to <laughs> cheer you up.
0: You're listening to Who's There, a weekly call in show where we take your questions, comments, and concerns at 619 Who Them. Let's start with comments. Hello. Um. I know you played it at the end uh, of the last podcast, but I just wanted to check and see. Um, I feel like I would really like your answer and your feedback on this. Um, do you actually think that Nicole Kidman remembers Shailene Woodley's name? Like, if they're out in public or anything, do you think that Nicole would remember? I'm just really curious, and I actually thought that it would be very interesting to hear your feedback. Thanks. Bye. I played this call on Call You're Doing Amazing, sweetie, last week, so we never actually answered it. The call itself was actually was quite funny. And it was, does Nicole Kidman remember Shailene Woodley's name? (laughs) What do you think, Lindsay?
1: Does Nicole Kidman remember Shailene Woodley's name? Yes.
0: Like if Nicole Kidman were at Erewhon or something and she ran into Shailene Woodley, would she go, oh, Shailene? You do?
1: Yes, I do. What do you think?
0: I think so, too. I think Nicole is just such a professional, such a pro. She remembers everyone she works with, I would assume. Most people, especially the actors.
1: I just feel like if you ask me if Nicole Kidman remembered who is somebody who was in a movie with her a million years ago that didn't have a huge role, I would say maybe not. But like, this was in one of Nicole's biggest things over the past five years. And she was one of the lead characters. (laughs) Mm -hmm. You know, and when those girlies get together, they have to invite Shailene. When they Laura do. and Nicole and Reese and Zoe get together, they have to invite Shailene.
0: Yeah, she remembers her. I feel like Nicole is probably a very difficult person to talk to in a sort of public setting.
1: But when she's in Australia, she
0: lets go. She lets her hair down. She lets her curls out. Literally. Literally. She lets her curls out. Does she remember Ansel Elgort in The Goldfinch?
1: <laughs> no,
0: absolutely Two years ago. Not. No, she doesn't. Okay, yeah, she doesn't. No.
2: Hi, Lindsay Bobby. First time, medium time. Uh, I'm calling because Lindsay was talking about her crush on Bernard the Elf, and I wanted to make sure she knew that she wasn't the only one. Uh, comedian Ashley Ray has been tweeting about her crush
1: this holiday season, and she interviewed David Crumholtz about it for Vulture. Uh cringe, cringe. If you ever think you have an original thought, <laughs> forget mm, it. Go to the internet. <laughs> Me, <laughs> Me being like David Crumholtz from The Santa Claus was hot is like not even an original thought. It's like there's an entire industry behind this. When they interview him, what I don't love about these interviews is no matter who does them, it's kind of irrelevant. It's really not a it's really not a fun interview to ask people about their own like weird mythology. Like like no one can comprehend what's it like that people on the internet think of you as a child from the Santa Claus, like, is are hot or whatever. Mm-hmm. And they're like, what? His interview is, he does the best he can with that type of framing. But it is a weird, I always find, like, when you interview somebody about their own weird internet phenomena it's just not a good result like i try Mm -hmm. i've even tried to do this and it's never a good interview like you think oh if i ask them about this this is what everybody wants to hear and it's like asking keanu reeves about sad keanu asking you know who else was asked recently about their meme and would just answered in the most like okay thank you bye you know like it's just not something that anybody wants to like deal with
0: Yeah, I mean, these celebrities are disconnected and we want, I I want them to be disconnected. I don't want them to be extremely online. But it's like a little funny. He's very confused by this when Ashley Harris interviews him.
1: The last question is, what do you think your career would look like if you've never played this character? And he's like, I don't think it'd look any different. It's like he doesn't, the point of this is he doesn't know that this role meant anyone to any, like it meant anything to anyone.
0: <laughs> he does say that he found out about it last year because of a BuzzFeed story. And then he's like, I don't understand it. And then he says, where is it? Um, I don't know why it's become a sexualized thing, though. And then the very end, Ashley Ray Harris says, don't assault him. Look at him with respect as Bernard the Elf. And then David says, "Yeah, stop looking at my Christmas ass." He's a funny guy, but I think he's like, "This is weird. This is weird." All press is good press, though. All press, yeah, press is good press, though. Right,
1: right, right.
0: Like right. his manager was like, "Just do it. <laughs> Just talk to them. It's vulture." Right. They're nice. Right.
1: No, it's it's not, and it's like it's really like a pleasure to play a role that means something that comes up later, where it's like we're reclaiming the Christmas yeah. elf Bernard from the Santa Claus in a way that is like s- sweet, <laughs> kind of.
0: I think this this sort of story wouldn't work if the person was sort of trapped in time like that. Like if David Krumholtz didn't go on to have a very successful television career right. you know, like like, successful. and be a really successful right. guy, I think there would have been something a little depressing about this. But since it's truly right. like the first act of his career and he's moved on and become like a successful adult actor, I think it's fine. But there's a version of this that wouldn't work.
1: No, exactly. I just feel very, it's just a, such a funny situation because I've also been there and been like, let's interview Eve Plum about like, uh, not today, Jan, or whatever. <laughs> sure, Jan. <laughs> sure, Jan. God, it's like, she was very nice. It went well. It went fine. I don't know. Like, but that's the thing. It's just, it's not what you want it to be. Like, it's mm-hmm. not, and I'm not even sure what you want it to be. That's the problem. It's like, what's the best case scenario for this? I don't know. I guess, an interview like this, you
0: know? What was I? I feel like this was either, for some reason, I'm not sure if it was my sister told me the story or like a friend of mine told me the story, but someone I know went to a like Alamo Drafthouse CN thing for, I don't know if it was True Beverly Hills or Don't Tell Mom the Babysitter's Dead. I think it was Don't Tell Mom the Babysitter's Dead, actually. And they Uh got the director to come. And the director came and was like, introduced it.
1: You told me this story, I think, yeah.
0: And was like, this is so weird. I don't know why everyone likes this movie. He didn't get it. He was like, I did not know this. Did I know this movie had a cult following? No, I had no idea. And I think it's weird because (laughs) I don't even think about this movie and I kind of remember nothing about this movie. (laughs) Let's move on to questions. Here's the first one.
3: Hi, Lindsay and Bobby. This is William Carter, your friendly neighborhood Eurovision caller. So I was watching the Albanian national final today. It's already starting up. And one of the artists, this artist named Marood, when he was being introduced on stage, he got a random video message from Jolie Fisher, because I guess they're friends because he lives in L.A. But yeah, Jolie Fisher sent in a video message to the Albanian Eurovision National Final that they played on stage. It is surreal to watch. It's a very funny clip, the things that she does. I uh, sent it to you on Twitter, but I feel like I need to cover my bases because you guys need to see this. Okay, anyway... Keeper Sutherland, something, something. Good for him, Bella Thorne. Bye.
0: Thank you, William Carter at ESC Ariel on Twitter for calling and for tweeting this video at us. Oh, took a screenshot. Amazing. Here we go.
1: This <laughs> clip really does do it all.
0: Good evening,
4: Albania, and happy holidays. It's me, Jolie Fisher, American actress, singer, and director, live from Los Angeles, California, where I have COVID. Um, I have been an inspiration to my friend, Miroud for years, and I am so grateful for him in my life and as a friend. I've gotten a chance to direct him in a music video and to uh, call him my dear friend in life. So I hope that you all are happy and healthy, and surviving these extraordinary times we've all lived through, please, please be well and know that music is healing. I hope that you have amazing success tonight, my friend.
0: Love you. What? There's 100 things to say about this. Jolie Fisher is very good friends with the Albanian Eurovision finalist, Marud. Jolie Fisher, by the way, is Carrie Fisher's half-sister, Former star of the sitcom Ellen in the 90s, by the way. Anyway, she calls in live from L.A. and says, I have COVID. Then she says, I'm an inspiration to Marood. <laughs>
1: I have been an inspiration music, to Marood Then she calls years. music
0: healing as though she's taking a dose of hydroxychloroquine and music. And she's like, I'm going to be better after this.
1: <laughs> everything, everything she says in this is a wild twist. <laughs> Here I am live from Los Angeles. I have COVID. Live from Los Angeles, California, where I have COVID. I am the inspiration to Marood who is my dear, dear friend. Um, I have been an
4: inspiration to my friend Miroud for years, and I am so grateful
0: for him. Part of me is like, did she mean to say he's an inspiration to me? But then I'm like, you're a fisher, baby. Like, I think you meant you're the inspiration to Miroud.
1: <laughs> no, she's the inspiration. And the weirdest thing of all is that she directed one of his music videos. Like, they, ha- they-, they are friends. They're friends.
0: The music video is terrible, by the way.
1: God, he didn't make it to Eurovision. He came in fourth place. Did you know that?
0: Oh, that's sad. I know. Jolie's big name couldn't help.
1: Not even a video from Jolie Fisher could get this guy to Eurovision. He came in, I was ranked fourth last night by the jury, the highest they've ever voted me, and that makes me super proud.
0: If you'll indulge me, I want to hear Jolie introduce herself one more time because I'm bad at introducing myself. Like... Summing myself up in one sentence, and she's very great at it. And I just want to hear it again so I can maybe emulate it.
4: It's me, Jolie Fisher, American actress, singer, and director.
1: (laughs) Singer and director.
0: That's expert. That's good. She's good at that.
1: His song was called Per Drek. It's hard to get the exact meaning in English, but it's basically I've gone to hell. (laughs) I'm super excited for you to hear it. I do want to hear it.
0: He was discovered on youtube and now he's kind of a legitimately huge albanian pop star
1: Oh man he's hot
0: the only photo i could find of the two of them together was from 2018 he went to her book signing in new york city and um no real explanation on their friendship but whatever mm. she's jolie fisher she's eccentric she meets people she falls hard for her friends he is gay confirmed he's gay confirmed
1: the guys of Eurovision.tumblr.com somebody submitted, is Mirud gay? And somebody answered, so much it hurts.
0: <laughs> so I'm not, that's not me speaking. That's just the Instagram. So much it hurts.
1: Okay. You trust guys of Instagram.tumblr.com?
0: I trust them more than anything in the world.
1: Hey, Um. so I saw that Megan King,
2: formerly Megan King Edmonds of Real Housewives of Orange County, is already splitting from the Biden costume. C- copy biden and i was wondering if we knew what happened there since it really feels like just yesterday the president was flying out there for the wedding so um any information you have i'd love to know more okay thanks
1: live in the beetle laptop
0: as page six wrote that was fast
1: i think she also was like what the fuck (laughs) well she wrote i'm scrolling down to the bottom just quickly she her response was Thanks to Bravo by Bitches for posting this, I've been asked by many outlets and individuals to comment on the state of my marriage. I'm rattled. The situation is profoundly devastating. This is obviously not what I imagined when I made my vows, and I'm shocked and saddened by the way things turned out. I am moving forward with my children as we privately process our pain and begin to let go of shattered dreams. I'm not sure her kids give a shit, but okay. <laughs> At this time, I ask for your grace and gentle kindness as I navigate the labyrinth of grief with my family. I mean, it seems like she was blindsided a little bit. It's also just crazy to me that fucking the president like schlepped all the way to their wedding and they, they're getting a divorce like two months later.
0: Right, because part of me was like, well, was his family like, you got a dumper? You got a dumper? And I was like, if the family had been like, no. you got a dumper, they wouldn't he have wouldn't gone have to, gone the, to wedding. the wedding. They exactly. would have just been like, we're cutting you off if you put, if you marry this woman they would have threatened him with money or something you know
1: that's why this this daily mail article that kind of has this like exclusive comment from somebody saying ex- exactly what happened it usually i wouldn't buy it 100% but it's a very detailed quotes and it also feels super real maybe that's why it's manipulating me into thinking it really is real because the reasoning that he gave is so like duh but it's also kind of like you didn't realize this
0: right it's like It makes him seem like an idiot, even though I believe it.
1: It says, exclusive. He never knew what private things would be made public. Megan King and Cuffy Biden Owens. (laughs) We still don't know whether it's Cuffy or Cuff or whatever. It's gotta be Cuffy. Cuffy's fun. Yeah. Call it quits after two months because he couldn't cope with wife's lifestyle of constantly documenting everything. (laughs) Not to be rude, but like, she did this before she met you too. Like, she's nonstop, you know? This is our livelihood. She's not even on the Housewives anymore.
0: Well, that's what, the, that's what the quotes say. He knows it's Meghan's livelihood. Had they slowed down a bit, I think the marriage never would have happened in the first place. The explanation is it all happened so quick that he was blinded by the passion that he really didn't take in the details of her life, which were, I share literally everything online with my one million followers.
1: Says he never wanted to be a celebrity and didn't understand that marrying a celebrity pretty much throws you in the limelight, whether you like it or not. And then add the fact that your uncle is president of the United States. (laughs)
0: After the friend says, and add the fact that your uncle is the president of the United States, the friend goes, look at Megan's past relationships. Every detail is played out in public. It's like, this friend is an asshole. But (laughs) the friend has a point.
1: The friend's an asshole. But I think about uh, Eva Amari Martino and her new boyfriend, the chef. And I'm like, he definitely knows what he signed up for. You know, I mean, that guy is pretty much viewing every single thing that she, her whole day is, is just putting stuff out mm-hmm. with him without him the photographer comes oh the kids are home let's get a picture let's take a bit vi- like it's I'm sure it's overwhelming you have to be all in or else mm-hmm. I think your life would be pretty miserable you know
0: mm-hmm. this friend is Kamala Harris <laughs> I've decided this friend is Kamala Harris <laughs>
1: kamala called into the daily mail and is like oh
0: do i have a quote for you (laughs) look at megan's past relationships every detail played out in public the friend added the friend Ms. harris added (laughs) i also love i i missed this the first time around i don't think we mentioned this when we first talked about this jim Edmonds, megan's ex-husband told the daily mail because they asked him for comment and he goes i thought it was a joke they'd been dating for about four weeks I wondered to myself, is she pregnant? But is it even possible to know that just four weeks after your first date? (laughs) That's a funny statement.
1: (laughs) Not to be rude, but like you're you have kids with this woman. So if you're if you if you thought it was a joke, you should look into it. Do you know what it's very like (laughs) he's being very funny about something that would really affect his fucking children (laughs) is having like a new man in their lives. That's like their stepdaddy. Yeah, he's a dick.
0: It says a lot about both these people that both Megan and Cuffy's side gave like really spicy quotes to the spiciest tabloids in the english-speaking I world know,
1: <laughs> I know I mean it feels that's what I'm saying is like I think we do this thing where we're like never trust a source until it until it feels too detailed not to be true you know it's like mm-hmm. this is no one's this is no one's representation this is not made up I don't think it's just extraordinarily detailed and this mm-hmm. Jim Jim Edmonds quote proves that they've been doing their due diligence to like actually reach out to a lot of people and try and figure this out or something like that
0: just a couple of days ago maybe you know maybe yesterday megan posted an instagram reel and Mm. it's a very pensive sad too real instagram the aesthetic is actually kind of good and interesting she uses notes app but she screen records the notes app. So she types and you can see her typing. And then she oh, that's beautiful intersperses content. it with video of herself and screenshots. And so she types out, I have some anxiety and depression, dot, dot, dot. And then she shows herself like half smiling. And then she types out, this is how it manifests. And then she shows hair loss around my temples. This is how I cope, she types out. And her coping mechanisms are screenshots with captions. One of them is solid, healthy sleeping habits. One of them is hot yoga, and it's a selfie of her doing hot yoga. One of them is actually feeling my feelings, and it's a photograph of a woman showering in an outdoor shower. Not quite sure the imagery on that one. The next one is drinking tons of water. And the next one, Lindsay, is reducing social media. (laughs) Reducing social media.
1: I mean, uh, if she takes anything from this relationship, maybe it's like lay off a little. It's so hard is, when it's you your livelihood, trap, too. Right? It's, it's, so it's your hard job. when it's your job. Yeah, because you can't like you can't sell bullshit on social media unless you actively use social media like outside of selling the bullshit. You know, yeah. like it doesn't work unless you are engaging with it, unfortunately.
0: Yeah. I mean, I do, I do genuinely have empathy for people who began their careers as influencers 10 years ago and have been riding high on the hog of that for 10 years. And all of that has changed so much. And now it's sort of like, this is all I've ever done. What do I do now? That's tough no matter what field you're in. Like when the thing that you've gone, yeah. grown accustomed to is no longer in vogue and is no longer profitable, but was once so fucking profitable, it's like, what now? It's like Azalea Banks. So, what now? <laughs> you know?
1: Yeah, no. I, I mean, I don't know, though. I don't know the answer to that. It's a trap. It's a trap. So, no, I'm what saying now? now?
0: Lindsay, your Fensta here on this Bravo by Betches post. At the end of Megan's statement, she wrote, At this, at this time I ask for your grace and gentle kindness as I navigate this labyrinth of grief with my family. And a commenter, Laolucci, who commented, Not a labyrinth of grief. <laughs> <laughs> it's not, not a labyrinth yeah, right, of Insta.
1: I barely have an Insta. I just signed out of mine. I was like, I can't take this shit right now. This
0: sucks. <laughs> really sucks. Get
1: so, me out of here.
0: Get me out of here. Okay, next call. trucker jackets, the perfect jeans, performance pearl snaps, cowboy hats, bandanas, you name it, they'll get you outfitted. They believe in Western for all, and you can feel that when you go into their stores. When you walk in, you'll be greeted like family. I saw them do it to the girlies from the Real House of the Potomac. It seemed like they were being greeted like family. You'll be offered a boot shine and a drink. Yes, even the hard sup if you prefer. And you can get custom fitted for a new pair of boots. But if you can't make it into a store, Tacova's delivers the most premium quality and the most comfortable Western goods right to your door. Visit Tacovas.com, That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com and point your toes west. Springtime vibes are in the air, and when I bring in some beautiful flowers that are blooming, I want to smell them, not the litter box. And I can, thanks to Pretty Litter. I'm going to correct this ad because I didn't bring any flowers in, but you know what I did cook yesterday? A big pot of beans. It smelled delicious in my apartment. It smelled like all the yummy stuff I was cooking, and it didn't smell like cat poopoo or cat pee because I used Pretty Litter. So I know that when people come over to my apartment, they're gonna be smelling whatever I'm cooking, whatever's in the air, you know, like whatever candle I lit, they're not gonna smell what's in the litter box because it soaks it all up. Plus, the crystals change color to indicate early signs of potential illness in my cat, like UTIs, kidney issues, and more. So when the colors change, you can tell your vet what happened so they know what to look for. And if that wasn't enough, Pretty Litter ships free right to my door. I never run out. I don't have kitty litter bags taking up a lot of space in my little apartment. Go to prettylitter.com slash who to save 20% on your first order and get a free cat toy. That's prettylitter.com slash who to save 20% on your first order and get a free cat toy. PrettyLitter.com slash who. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.
3: Hi, Lindsay, Bobby. Um, I'm on my Twitter Explorer, and I'm reading, JoJo announces engagement to Dexter Darden. Quote, obviously, I said yes. Um, please discuss. ScarJo, yummy pop. Bye.
0: This is Go Jojo, not Bo Jojo. We're talking about Millennial Queen Go Jojo at I am Jojo on Instagram, not at it's Jojo Siwa on Instagram. Millennial Jojo is engaged.
1: The Millennial Jojo. I didn't even know she was dating this guy, which is what I love about news like this. Like... Two people that I actually vaguely know of have been dating this whole time under my nose, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's like when I found out that fucking Soleil Moonfry d- divorced her husband, is dating the lead singer from Crazy Town, and <laughs> she's known him from, since eighth grade. What the fuck? <laughs> she's his
0: butterfly, Soleil, baby. I said that to you when you got <laughs> mad at me yesterday.
1: <laughs> I said, boo. You have to say boo. it like the songs. So people understand. You're my butterfly, butterfly, Soleil, Soleil, Soleil baby. baby. Soleil, baby. Soleil, well, Moonfry.
0: It's... All, it's <laughs> You're my butterfly, sole Moonfry. That's good. It we'll talk about
1: that next week. Uh, but it, it did shock me. This was another example of like a couple I didn't know exist until they got engaged, and now it's like, oh my god! But you don't know who he is. I do because I watched the Saved by the Bell reboot and cherish it. I cherish you it. You
0: love. I think it's great. You tell everyone with ears to watch. Not the Saved everyone. By the Bell reboot.
1: Well, it's one of those things where you recommend it, and it's it double works because it's actually funny and good, and people are surprised that you're even bringing it up which is like mm-hmm. the ultimate it's like recommending like Tef- ted lasso it's like boo shut up everyone knows about fucking ted lasso like it, like oh you should go watch this little show called Shits creek oh shut up you know mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. you don't even know when i recommend Save by the bell reboot people are fully like what the fuck are you talking
0: about mm-hmm. what's wrong with you what's wrong <laughs> and I'm with like you? it
1: has a lot of jokes it's got uh, so many good jokes but he's in it and he's great who it. is he that's is he my like point. a teacher no, he's a student.
0: He plays a team in Save by the Bell.
1: Yeah, he yeah, they age him down. He can he ages down well.
0: Okay. Did you see the hideous engagement ring that she has now? That is covered <laughs> it has a big diamond, but then it's covered in diamonds on the actual band. And bookending, the gigantic diamond in the middle, which is like the size of the heart of the ocean but on a finger, is a bejeweled J and then a bejeweled D for I'm assuming JoJo and Dexter. I've never seen anything like this. It looks like a letterman jersey, but in diamond form. It's it's so It's like it's so oh, the ugliest thing I've ever seen. I love it. I almost feel like the uglier ugly. the the uglier the the engagement ring, the the more love in the marriage. <laughs> kind of straight people, straight people.
1: That's true because the uglier it is, the more like grotesque like the specific like ask had to be, you know?
0: Right. Because he nobody's was like, nobody's making no.
1: no one's nobody's casually making this ring. It's horrendous. Exactly. Yeah.
0: Exactly. Yeah, yeah, That's what I yeah, mean. Yeah. He was yeah. like, No, I'm putting yeah. in the work here. He spent all this time, found a jeweler that he loved. It's hideous. But to Jojo, she loves it. She's <laughs> shown off. It's, okay.
1: It's not as ugly as you're making it, but it is pretty it's pretty weird. Do you know what his breakout was? Joyful Noise. A movie that we saw in theaters. Joyful Noise. Well, I am who I am. Well, maybe
0: you were five procedures ago. I was searching my inbox for when we saw Joyful Noise. I was like, was that a midnight movie or was that a movie we saw during no. the day? Lindsay, do you remember? Because I found the answer.
1: It wasn't a midnight movie. We were not that.
0: It wasn't diabetic. a midnight movie. It was a Sunday. Okay. And we went to we a did, lim- We had brunch. We, we went had to a drunk brunch, brunch.
1: And then we went after yeah.
0: Anyway, Joy Villeneuve great. He was one of the singers at the church, uh, contemporary of Kiki Palmer's. They were like the young people in the cast. You say he's playing a high school student, but the thing about that that's sort of funny is that you also found his website, DexterDarden.com, and it hasn't been updated since 2012. And now that I think about it, I'm like, why does it need to be updated? <laughs> like he's still playing the same no, types know. of roles he played in 2012.
1: It's so cute. He has this website that literally hasn't been touched. It's the sands of time have passed him by. Like if you go to the resume on it, Mm-hmm. It goes to work. The last thing he has on it is Joyful Noise. It's impressive how how hot he dropped this website. Just dropped it and no more, no further comment, you know? The Daily Mail says they've been dating, quote, as far back as 2020, June 2020. So it's like not that far back. They were first linked in the summer of 2020, but we don't... The, like These are just like guesses.
0: Yes. He appeared in her socials in June 2020.
1: So maybe this was like a pandemic romance.
0: I just wanted to read this... Just incredible who's who of people who commented on her engagement announcement post with the hideous ring. I'm going to start at the top from the way that Instagram prioritized these people, okay? Kim Petrus, Congratulations, beautiful. Ariel Winter. So excited for you, two, Love you both. Jordan Sparks. Yes! Lauren Yaregwi. Congrats, Angel. Your heart so deserves a happy home. What? Tinashe. Tinashe congratulations queen
1: yeah jojo's got all the girlies jesse
0: j so happy for you miss amber riley hard eyes hard eyes hard eyes next okay. comment megan trainer omg congratulations uh next okay. comment golden barbie remember who looks like rita ora okay. but isn't rita Aura? oh i'm so happy for you yeah. congratulations and happy holidays beauty then Nicole Scherzinger, i I'm so happy for you, mama. You deserve it. Love you. Pia Toscano. O M M M M M M M M M G. Yes. Congratulations. <laughs> Underneath the plus sign, you get Chloe Bailey, Jave C. Leslie, Elizabeth Berkeley, Jennifer Rooms, um, Jacquis, and finally, Dexter Darden. Yup. Thank you for being my forever. <laughs> like comment 13. Cute. JoJo tells Dexter Garden, come in, parentheses, stay. <laughs> 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 come in, <and> stay, stay. <laughs> right, right now. now it's the start of you and me
1: it's too late i can't wait for you
0: for you to be mine
1: <laughs> okay i'm done i'm done i'm done i'm done i'm done i'm done
2: hi Lindsay, bobby medium time medium time um i'm calling because i just saw i think this news just broke but Taylor Giavosis, I don't know how to pronounce her name, just posted a um some spawn con on TikTok <laughs> clear blue um to post that she's pregnant. Um I personally love Taylor Giavossi's. She's um married to Nash Greer, who used to be relevant among teenagers when I was a teenager. Um but I'm curious if you guys want to talk about her, like, why, like, I know she's got connect, like, is she an epitome baby? Like, what's the deal with her? I love her. I know she does a lot of cool stuff on her own, um, but need to know more. So, yeah,
3: <laughs>
2: please um, let me know. Okay. Love you. Crunch, crunch. Lindsay Podcaster. <laughs>
0: Bye. Taylor Giavasi's is pregnant with the child of Nash Greer, which is its own story, but it gets bigger.
1: Well, I just like could not believe where this took me because I was like, who is this person? And then it became like, sometimes it's just like no one or just like, oh, this this girl's been on TikTok and then she was on Vine or and then like, the, why is she famous? I don't know. She's pretty and she's like on platforms, you know, because that's originally what I thought.
0: She's pretty and on platforms. That really is enough. <laughs>
1: This doesn't explain why she's famous. This just is, just has another element to it. So Nash Greer, I don't know if you remember him from Vine, but like I don't even remember what he does or even honestly what he looked like until I looked up his photo. But I just remembered his name from when Vine was a thing being thrown around. Like we went through this already, this TikTok thing. We already went through with Vine. It was like, oh, the Vine stars. Oh, baby Ariel. You know, oh, Nash Greer, et cetera, et cetera. So he's married or is engaged to this woman, Taylor. She's pregnant with their second kid. And this caller is like, who is who is she? What's her deal? So I'm like scrolling through. I'm like scrolling through her TikToks. I'm like, okay, so she's like selling stuff. She's really pretty. Okay, my thesis about like pretty and sell stuff was like true. At least I thought that was where it was going to end. And then I Googled her name and I came to this part. Taylor Giavasis' mother, Nikki Giavasis, an internet celebrity, expressed her joy in an Instagram post congratulating the couple. And I was like, an internet celebrity? How is she an internet celebrity? Because immediately I was like, what does that even mean? Like, did she do a meme? Did she Was she involved in something else? So I search her mother. Her Twitter bio is Mommy First, Forbes List, Entrepreneur, Published Author, Agent for Celebs and Influencers, and it has her email. And I'm like, okay, that's a little weird. I looked further. Another bio said, I'm a talk show host of One on One with Nikki, author of four books, CEO, founder of Gigi Magazine and Goddess Girls, actress, model, former NFL cheerleader, mom to two teenagers, award winning fitness competitor, licensed therapist, and marketing expert. I'm like, that is too many things, which might just mean I'm at a dead end. And this is where it gets a little dark. I found her name in an article first about a crime. Okay. And it's from TMZ. It's a picture of her and then a picture of two men under her. And it says, Nikki Link's alleged kid killers, Cuts and Benoit. Now we're becoming a true crime podcast.
0: Bobby Cuts Jr. and Chris Benoit, the alleged child murderers whose cases are all over the news, have an unlikely lady link. Former NFL cheerleader slash model Nikki Giavasis. Giavasis has been everywhere today. Good Morning America, CNN, and MSNBC. Porter Cuts, her former boyfriend and baby daddy, as aggressive and threatening and testifying to his potential to be a murderer. Cuts is the father of Nikki's nine-year-old daughter. Here's a crazy link. Giavasis was also featured in WrestleMania 20, the WWE showcase that was won by none other than Benoit. Nikki was part of the WWE hot team. So TMZ
1: in its like very TMZ way is saying like this woman is a connection between these two men. And then I'm like, oh, like this is so yikes, like is Taylor's father one of these guys by chance, and it's true. Her father is Bobby Cutts Jr., who is in jail for killing this woman and her unborn child. I wasn't sure, but I confirmed this because I found founded an article and somebody tweeted to her, do y'all ladies think it's true you choose men that are similar to your fathers? And she wrote, well, I have no father, but my boyfriend is like my mother. So I was like, okay, that kind of like, that kind of says what I need to hear to confirm ish that he's essentially her father. And she's like, I want nothing to do
0: with him. That's so depressing.
1: Yeah, she turned like all of this into like not related to this and something completely different. What I thought was interesting was there's this kind of like snarky write-up of this in a, on a website called Cleave Scene. I think it's literally about Cleveland, the Cleave. Yeah, the Cleave. The Cleave Scene. Whatever. Sure, it's old. It's kind of snarky, but then at the end it says. As news of Davis's disappearance unfolded, Giavasa's name was printed in hundreds of newspapers across the country, driving horny men like this reporter to visit her website. But instead of capitalizing like most D-minus listers would, Giavasa's didn't use her 50 minutes of fame to promote herself. Instead, days after Davis's disappearance, she took down the alluring photos of herself and replaced them with a simple note. If you or someone you know is a victim of domestic violence, call the National Domestics Violence Hotline at 1-800-799-SAFE. The moral of this story, poor judgment in men doesn't necessarily correlate with poor taste. Who would have guessed? This write-up, though, being like kind of rude and weird ends with them being like, actually, this woman.
0: She did a good thing.
1: She stood up for something, you know, and she kind of. Put, she kind of said, instead of leaning into the D-lister thing, she leaned the other direction.
0: Wow, we have a writer realizing in real time that a woman can be both sexy and empathetic and nice and smart. This guy is completely flummoxed by this.
1: Sorry, we become a true crime podcast and it just falls off the, the train, falls off the tracks, which shows how we would do in the scenario of hosting a true crime podcast. Not well. It was just crazy where this took me.
0: And to see that this woman taylor giavasis has now so successfully distanced herself from like not even the legacy of her father which is depressing but like her mother <laughs> like her mother was already a, an influencer in like a completely different era of the internet <laughs> you know like that's crazy to me like right was, that's actually was an influencer point. on the internet so long ago that like we don't even remember her anymore it's sort of like the era of what was the woman who was like i'm the most googled woman ever The one who was. Oh, Cindy Margolis. Cindy Margolis. It's very Cindy Margolis. (laughs) When the internet was what the internet was in like 2001, that was the woman that you would think of. Like Cindy Margolis. That's what you go on the internet for, for sexy photos of Cindy Margolis. And this woman, her mother, seems very much like that sort of era of internet.
1: Well, she definitely has, like, done it all. Like, she was an NFL cheerleader. She was on Uh the WWE hot team, which is apparently, like, their version of cheerleader. She's written all these inspirational books. She's an agent for influencers. Like, since then, she's really had to, like, expand the thing. It's just so funny that calling her an internet celebrity is, like, not not true.
0: She posted a photo, Nikki did in August, 2020 for Taylor's birthday. And it said, happy birthday, my amazing angel at giovassi's More than half my life, you've been my best friend. Now that you have, she tags the baby. You understand that which is mind blowing how fast time has gone from having you in college and breastfeeding you in my classes to the entire journey of where we are now is the most beautiful blessing. You gave me purpose and teaching you everything to empower you to be the greatest woman has been my mission. And it's been the gift of the greatest love. You are my world, I love you infinity. It sort of like adds a whole new context to that (laughs) when you learn how fucked up her childhood was, I guess, or how fucked up the story of her life is.
1: And if you go to her Twitter and Instagram, she's still out here being like, I'm a sexy woman from the internet, which I love
0: too. Did you see the photo of her being sexy in front of the Nobu sign? I'm like, you're perfect. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) She's posing extremely sexily in front of a Nobu sign. And it's like, this is exactly what I want from you.
1: It's giving very 90s internet celebrity, which is crazy to me.
0: Mm Mm-hmm.
3: Hi, Lindsay Bobby. Merry Christmas. Um, Is Ryan
0: Phillippe gay? This is very important. Crunch Crunch.
1: Okay. Is (laughs)
0: Ryan Phillippe gay? This is very important. Crunch Crunch.
1: (laughs) The answer is no. But the reason you're asking is really funny. (laughs) It's so funny. Like, (laughs) I just still can't believe that this happened. Okay, here's a headline. Fans thought Ryan Philippi came out as gay, comma, but his friend clarified that post. First of all, the <laughs> worst headline ever. Like just, just not even like not even trying to to properly explain what happened, which is literally Ryan Philippi posted an Instagram with his friend there in front of the Christmas tree on the ground. It does look like a little like...
0: it's a little cozy.
1: <sniffs> you smooching? And he wrote, Merry Christmas from our house to yours. And then he put the emoji... Of the two men standing next to each other. The
0: two Bobby, men holding hands. Not just standing next to each is other. That, holding hands. Is
1: that a gay emoji? For, I need to know.
0: Is Who it? Who knows? It is can that... be. It can be. I think Apple thinks that it's a gay emoji.
1: Do you guys use that?
0: I would never use that emoji in a million years. <laughs> what am I? A resident of Shit's Creek? Let's see. Hold on. No. If you type gay men in a, in your emoji search, like your official Apple emoji search, you get two um, male-coded people with a heart between them one of them they're just standing just looking face forward and the other one is two male-coded people with a heart between them and their eyes are shut and they're making kissy face at each other but let's see what they men
1: what's the gayest emoji if you
0: search oh that shows up under just men But they're definitely (laughs) holding hands. You can hold hands with your platonic male friend.
1: Of course you can.
0: Anyone can hold hands. Of
1: course you can. Show love to your
0: friends. Show love to your friends. But people took this and ran with it and they were like, this means Ryan Phillippe is gay and this is his boyfriend. And they're like posing under the Christmas tree in their Christmas PJs and comfy hats and comfy pants, drinking drinks, drinking whiskey because they're men. They drink whiskey. And at some point, people were like, does this mean he's gay? <laughs> they reached out to the friend. <laughs> I'm sorry.
1: It's just so funny that it's like they thought he was gay. they were like, wait, is Ryan Philippi coming out of the closet in this post with this other man? And he his friend literally was like, No, our girlfriends are in the other post posing together. <laughs> no, Ryan Philippi didn't come out. Here are the girlfriends.
0: The funniest thing in the world is that caption, no, Ryan Philippi didn't come out. Here are the girlfriends.
1: Here are the girlfriends. Wait, Yashar commented on this? I didn't know he was commenting on stuff. Do you see this?
0: Yashar is commenting on stuff?
1: He said, making some news here.
0: Holy moly. Okay, they reach out to Matt Sin, who is the other man in the photo. And Matt Sin posts a photo of the girlfriends under the tree. And someone else commented, no, Ryan Phillippe didn't come out. Here are the girlfriends. And what you will notice in the photo of the girlfriends is that they're posing sexily and cuddly under the same tree. And it's very clear when you see the photo of the girlfriends that Ryan and Matt were just making fun of them and posing like they were under the tree. It's dudes behaving straightly.
1: Right. So if anything, it's the opposite of coming out.
0: Yes. Yes. He was like, no, actually, this is toxic masculinity on full display.
1: Exactly.
0: (laughs) This has nothing to do with homosexuality.
1: But then I went back to the post because I was like, I want to see this post. Like what, you know, where I just want to see the picture. Like what was the picture that people were curious about? And I noticed he got rid of the two men emoji. It just says, Merry Christmas from our house to yours. He got rid of the
0: emoji. He knew it caused an uproar. Once Yashar commented, he was like, oh, no, the gays gaze, the gaze have noticed.
1: Mm-hmm. Didn't Ryan Philby, like, hit his girlfriend?
0: Yes. She filed a lawsuit against him for assault a couple yeah. of years ago, and he settled it out of court. But a detail that I found out this morning that I didn't know is that before it was settled out of court, she named Reese as a witness.
1: Oh, no.
0: She said that Reese would provide some sort of information to back her up. And that never happened, obviously, because it was settled out of court.
1: And what's interesting is that these posts were not only, oh, is Ryan Phillippe gay? They were, on Pawn's second look, they were, oh, here's his new secret girlfriend. Because Bailey no Dodge. one knew that he was dating anyone. Right.
0: But then because of this, you get really depressing headlines like this. Ryan Phillippe debuts secret girlfriend Bailey Dodge after settling assault lawsuit with his ex, Elsie Hewitt. Mm -hmm. Which is depressing, but it's also, I think, important to be reminded of this because that happened.
1: That's true. She is a model. She works at Tennis L.A. What is Tennis L.A.? Oh, is it clothing? Is it tennis clothing? It's tennis luxury tennis apparel. It's thirst trap tennis outfits. Hi, Lindsay and Bobby.
3: Um, it looks like post-breakup, Jacob Alordi and Kaya Gerber have both already moved on. Jacob was spotted with Olivia Jade, which honestly feels like not trying to be a bitch, but objectively a huge downgrade. grade. And then Kaya was spotted with Austin Butler, which feels like a, a lateral move, maybe a slight upgrade. Um, but I was just wondering if you would rank them from who to them.
1: Thanks. Crunch, crunch.
0: Jacob Elordi, Kaya Gerber, Austin Butler, and Olivia Jade. Who to them? Those are all the same exact... That's all.
1: That's what's kind of amazing about this is that they're all kind of the same. I mean, what any of them lack is what the other ones make up. So it's like O.J. like has no work to her name, but was in a huge scandal. And Alordi was in Euphoria, but season one and like God no, and and has fallen off since. Like Kaya Gerber looks like Cindy Crawford, but like that's her only thing. And Butler is like was dating Vanessa Hudgens and is like I guess he would be the whoiest is – no, is probably the who he is. Alorty might Butler, be who he is. Austin then... Butler's about
0: to be Elvis.
1: Yeah, but so he hasn't been Elvis yet.
0: He has been Elvis. He's yet. the who he yeah, is. That's true.
1: Austin Butler is the who he is. Then Jacob Alordi maybe, and then this is all a t- this is he's tight. Then race, OJ, so like then By, Kaya by a nose. Then oh, I don't know, but OJ had OJ had like you know so much coverage. She's the girl from, but I guess you wouldn't know her name, but you would know about the Varsity Blue scandal. You might not know Olivia Jade.
0: I think that you see Kaya Gerber's name more often, yeah.
1: Maybe it's like, you're you're like, oh my God, everyone in the world is talking about Kissing Booth. And then a a minute later, nobody in the world has ever heard of Kissing Booth. (laughs) I just love that they're all, they're just switching partners which is cracking me up it's uh-huh. like uh austin butler and vanessa hudgens break up and then and kaya gerber and jacob Alordi break up and then kaya gerber hits the yoga class with, with austin, austin butler, butler after jacob Alordi split but don't worry uh olivia jade and jacob Alordi are casually dating
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> don't worry Meanwhile, who's left out of this equation vanessa hudgens who dated austin butler for like seven years we all know that vanessa hudgens is themier than any of these people though that's an easy part to get I guess equation. so.
1: I guess so. I guess so. I mean, Kaya Gerber doesn't even have Crawford as a last name. <laughs> Although, I guess when you look at her in the face, you're like, that's Cindy Crawford's daughter, <laughs> <laughs> if I've ever seen it. Because, as we know, that's how genes work. We learned about this. That in is how genes work.
0: Yeah. I liked this headline from the Daily Mail exclusive Who Needs College? Olivia Jade beams on coffee date with Kaya Gerber's sex symbol ex Jacob Alordi after turning admission scandal into publicity triumph on Dancing with the Stars. That's a good headline. That's a good headline. Who needs college?
1: Yes. Who needs college? Who needs college? True. I love that they're tro- they're trolling her, which is funny. Mm. She and actually, what's the amazing thing about OJ is that if you she recall, never to go. she said, "I don't want to go to college." I don't want to be here. OJ videos include her saying, I don't want to go to college. I will simply just go there for partying and not go to class.
0: Anyway, that's the ranking. And this happened. Kaya Gerber and Austin Butler are, in fact, dating. And the model's pals think the actor is, quote, a total step up from her last relationship with Jacob Alordi, which is basically what the caller said. So, you know, we're all thinking the same things, unfortunately. <laughs>
3: Hey, Lindsay, Bobby, long time, long time. Um, Just calling about a couple of recent celebrity deaths. Bleak, I know. Um, But both times um, I texted my husband and I was like, oh, my God. Um, First time I was like, oh, my God, Joan Didion died. And he was like, who? And then I was like, oh, my God, Desmond Tutu died. And he was like, who? And I know that they're in two completely different spheres. But I guess I thought that they were both them. So if you could just let me know whether these two, I thought, incredibly famous dead people um, are who's or them, I'd certainly appreciate it. Thanks
1: so much. Crunch, crunch, fight.
0: Joan Didion and Desmond Tutu are, I mean, one, two, three, both thems. Thems.
1: Right? Huge <laughs> thems. Come on. Your boyfriend needs to pick up a book. Sorry, if your boyfriend can't read, don't come to me. But uh, he needs to read a book or two. Seriously.
0: Open your eyes, Desmond Tutu, <laughs> Joan Didion, thems.
1: She's going to be like, my favorite podcast called you an idiot. <laughs> it's like, well, <laughs> read a book.
0: <laughs> Hi, Lindsay and
2: Bobby, um, Christmas. Um, Is Ronald Herzog a uh, Who or Them? Grateful
0: for Sharda. Is Werner Herzog a whoer of them, Lindsay? Grateful for Sharda. Why are we even
1: on these? One,
0: two, three. Them.
1: You're so rude. Why are we answering these questions? (laughs) Did you say Werner Herzog? (laughs) He's a them.
0: Yeah. He's a them. You don't think it's too like niche to have like a
1: director? No, he's like one of the most talked. No, he's one of the most like famous directors.
0: I guess the voice is iconic too. Come on. Show me the baby. Uh, yeah, I guess. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, Get yeah. Get
1: out of here.
0: Yeah, he's a them. You're right. You're right. He's a them. What about Jewel, Lindsay? What about the other Jewel? What about the Jewel in Grizzly Man? Is she a who or them? What? My favorite person in a movie ever, Jewel.
1: Okay, I don't want to talk about that movie. It's too dark. Hi, Lindsay Bobby. Um, Is Jesse
3: Clemens. a hey, who or them? Me at home. Bye.
0: Last call. Who or them? But it's different. Even if we've done it before, it's different now. He's in an Oscar contender. Jesse Plemons, who were them?
1: I wonder if we did him before or after him and Kirsten Dunst got together, too.
0: Probably right after. I yeah. think we did it right after.
1: Remember I saw them kissing in a uh, Austin parking lot? I
0: thought you saw them kissing in Santa Fe.
1: Oh, you're right. It was Santa Fe parking lot.
0: <laughs> Same idea.
1: Okay, Jesse Plemons. I guess you're asking if Power the Dog is gonna them him if he wins an Oscar. Would it them him or just I think right now? He, I think he will win an Oscar eventually. I'm not sure it'll be for this because I do feel like he doesn't no. really do much in this movie.
0: No, he just in does his thing of, in this movie.
1: Like he does his thing, and his thing is good. He's consistently good in everything he does. He, I feel, I feel mm-hmm. like I sound like the. What's that game? He looks good in whatever he wears. He's not wearing jeans. Do you know what I'm talking about? Does that reference mean anything <laughs> to you? It's the board game Dream Dream Boy where you like find your dream uh, with the dream phone. Date? No. What's the board game with the phone from the 90s? Mystery date? No.
0: Mystery
1: date? No, it was called Dream Phone. That's a Santa Claus thing. It was called Dream Phone and it came with a phone. You should Google this. It came with a phone in the middle of the board game, a pink phone. And you, would, get phone. The, you would pick boys oh. and you'd get their phone numbers and you would call yeah. the phone numbers to try and guess if it's the boy that likes you. And if you got it wrong, it would it would be a girly and she'd say, he looks good at whatever he wears. He's not wearing blue jeans. This. And then you'd like turn over the guys that aren't wearing, wearing blue jeans
0: just the photo of this board game is triggering to me
1: it was really fun honestly and then if you got it right the guy would go that you're right I really like you (laughs) and then you won the fact (laughs) that these are stuck in my head is so funny
0: this is triggering this is very like me going over to a friend's house and their sister had this and that's the game that I wanted to play and then was not allowed to say that I wanted to play so I never got to play this game I have to play like whatever else because of like the patriarchy or whatever you never got to play it exactly this is a game for girls we don't play that
4: Electronic game with the talking phone to win. Call guys, get clues, figure out which guy really likes you.
3: He's not wearing a hat. Bye, guys. What'd he say? My secret. Uh To you.
4: (laughs) He's not at the beach. See you later. Guys. (laughs) It's Dan. Dan's my
0: man. You're right. I really like you. Yes.
4: (laughs) Dream phone. The hot electronic talking phone game. It's for you.
0: Okay, that's
1: what it sounded like. It was just like some man's voice feeling he's not wearing a hat. And you'd be like, oh. I just, the voice on the phone was like pretty important to me in terms of this game.
0: Oh my God, all their phone numbers. Lindsay, do you have all their phone numbers memorized?
1: Okay, wow. You're right. I really like you. God, the fact that that stuck in my head and I can't even remember my own name is like truly the definition of my brain. is like forgetting everything I've ever learned, but remembering the prompts from Dream Phone.
0: Carlos, bully. Bob, bully. <laughs> wow, the entire row of pink is bullies.
1: Yeah, well, you were. this was a game about having a crush on a jock. There weren't really any nerds. There was all really
0: mostly jobs. There's a nerd. Phil looks like a nerd. Phil looks like Phil would have answered my phone call. They would. 555 <laughs> five, five, three, three, three,
1: three. He's like, <laughs> you're a right. like, I Hello. really like you. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: Phil has floppy hair and glasses and wears rugby shirts, but he doesn't play rugby. Oh, my God, let me Okay. See. No, I just texted him. Oh, to my
1: you. God. Phil was the nerd, but he's cute. If you took <laughs> off those glasses, he'd be like, ooh, oh, he's not a nerd. Okay, so wait, what were we talking about, Jesse Plemons? Jesse
0: Plemons, <laughs> yeah. What
1: does that have to do with Dream? I mean,
0: you're the, the one who brought it up. I've never anything. played this game. I'm not game. sure
1: how. I'm not sure how we got because here because you're
0: like he's wearing a shirt. You said something about, you said something about that somehow. <laughs> how did we get there? <laughs>
1: I'm not sure. I wonder if I could buy Dream Phone on eBay. Okay, sorry, I'm distracted. Of course L- you can. Back to you. G- back to <sighs> Jesse friggin'... Plemons.
0: One, two, three. Who? He's a who? <sighs> I think he is a who. Oh my god, he's a fucking he, who.
1: Dreamphone costs $80 on eBay. Bitch, how am I supposed to
0: make an offer? No, that's <laughs> what you have to do when it's too expensive on eBay, make an offer, they'll usually go for it.
1: 169 Dreamphone dollars. 10 people are watching this.
0: Oh, it has 10 watchers. Oh, that might be tough.
1: Yeah, I'm telling you there's there's demand for this. I'm not spending $150 for a gag.
0: Is it a gag? I feel like you'd actually play yes. it. Like you would have people over and play Like I'd come over and play that. I
1: literally would play it once. I would play it literally once and then be like, that was fun. And then I would never, ever look at it again.
0: Well, then you know what you do. You find eight people to split it like, oh, everyone pays $15. And then we get to have a fun night where we play Dream Phone for three hours. And that's worth it. That's a good return investment. <laughs> if everyone splits it.
1: Hey, guys, come to my house. Give me $15 yeah, for this Dream Phone. And then you get to play yeah, that's- it. <laughs>
0: Lindsay, that's fine. <laughs> I think that that's totally fine. What? You go out to dinner. You go to a bar. You go to a movie. You spend $15 on an excursion. Spend $15 to see a movie. Oh, my God. This
1: guy is selling it, selling a sealed version, 1991 factory sealed Euro rare, $200. This is crazy. And it's in Italian. It's
0: Italian? What's shipping? Okay, I'm sorry. I don't need
1: this. I don't need this. I don't Free shipping?
0: need this.
1: A lot of people want this. It's interesting when you come across something that everybody Ew, wants. Dude, this person selling it for one hundred
0: and eighty-nine dollars, not complete, bitch. What are you talking?
1: I know. About Pe- people are missing some of the dream, co- some of the boys. Can't have none. I can't be missing oh the my boys. God. There,
0: here's a game I don't want to play: German dream phone. <laughs> nope. <laughs> I don't need to make any of those calls. <laughs>
1: All right. I need to go because I need to watch more videos bootlegged of Katy Perry's show in Vegas.
0: Where the poopy sings in the toilet.
1: There's lots of. Did you see the mushroom costumes?
0: No, I only saw the poop singing in the toilet to California oh, girls. Okay.
1: Mm-hmm. You're missing is out. Is that
0: subversive or just bad?
1: Oh, it's subversive. It's subversive.
0: Yeah, that's subversive. She's
1: climbing the tower of toilet, oh, toilet paper. paper. She's a genius. Yeah. And when you see these mushroom mm-hmm. costumes, you'll know what I mean.
0: She's a genius. And so are we. This show is over. Thank you for listening to another episode of Who Weekly. Thank you to Katie and Eric of The Who's for providing our Rita theme song. Thank you to Timmy, our research assistant, for researching and assisting. Support us on patreon.com whoweekly for bonus episodes and more. Keep calling in at 619 Who Them to leave questions, comments, and concerns. Patrons get an extra line just for them. Rate and review Snapple Podcasts. We please, sure we love your ratings and reviewings. And uh, thank you to Nick Kwa. Thank you to Vulture and uh, Jenna Weiss-Berman and all the industry all that, podcast insiders. Thank you to insiders. all of the
1: podcasters who listen to this pod.
0: The podcast insiders who chose us as one of the 15 best podcasts.
1: Do you know how much that means to us? Like so We put the shit ourselves. The fact that anyone who makes a podcast can put up with the garbage we put on this one is incredible. We are not professionals.
0: Now I understand how much actors love when they win a SAG, you know, because it's voted on by Oh the SAG my God, members, you're you know? so right. Because you're like, like you guys
1: really know what it takes to be a podcaster, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you know.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And you chose us. You chose us. To be us. number 15 well, in number a list 15 of 15. Of 15. <laughs> I
0: love being 15 out of 15. <laughs> but you can read that on Vulture. Thanks, Nick Qua. Thanks, Jenna Weiss-Berman. Thanks, everyone. And thank you for listening this far. Bye. Bye. And if you have a spare dream phone that you're willing to sell to Lindsay. Um,
1: or give to Lindsay. read it to at <laughs>
0: Or
1: give. <laughs> I'll, like, play it once and give it back. Don't worry. Okay, bye.
0: And give it bye. Bye. Hey. 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 Come on. Hey. You're right. I really like you.
3: Hey Lindsay, Bobby, uh, medium time, medium time. Um, it really killed me that Jason or Grayson—I think it was Jason—was um, a lawyer for the Enron CEO or whatever. Because in college, I was in a like econ class, and the CFO, ex-CFO of Enron, came to talk to us about ethics, which is just so weird and twisted, and. It was such weird energy, but I was, like, wearing my glasses one day and didn't have my glasses on the next day. And the first day, he was like, you know, you look like um Demi Lovato. And I was like, no one has ever told me that. And then the next day, he, without my glasses, or I can't remember which way, told me that I looked like Natalie Portman and, like, I'm just, like, white. And it was so creepy. And, anyway, it killed me that... There was an Enron mention in the app. Okay, um, crunch, crunch, nine jewels of apen. Bye.
2: Hi, Lindsay, Bobby. I just wanted to call in to let you guys know that you played my Chrishell call where I said something stupid last week, and my girlfriend was listening, and she wanted to play me that call because she thought it was really funny and i told her oh that's me and uh i just thought that was really uh look at you guys keeping love alive proving that true love really exists that of all the calls in the show she thought mine was the funniest so anyway thanks you guys bye all (laughs) right i will understand if you block my number after this because i've left so many stupid voicemails but we're listening to today's episode My boyfriend has a comment. A comment that he decided that everyone needs to hear. So here you go. Take it away. How dare you speak such heresy about cable Guy? It was some, I can understand his hate for the time because it was the silliest of the uh, of the silly Jim Perry movies. But if you go back and watch it now, it has a lot of it has a lot more to it than people realize. It was it was a great movie that commented on TV culture and everything at the time and, and our obsession with all that shit. It is bullshit and I disagree wholeheartedly. I love that movie and it is way better than people realize. I would even put it at this point above like, uh, Ace Ventura. <laughs> yeah. I love it. And I'm sorry to have screamed so loud that you didn't hear. Um, because of this call, I'll make sure he's going to the next live show, so you guys to get some, a little more money from him, because, yeah, this is a ridiculous call, so but... Okay, um, ScarJo, Yummy pop, Crunch Crunch,
3: bye, happy holidays, bye. Hi, Lindsay Bobby, I am calling because Gritty winning the Who To Them Award this year, Gritty has not been a who in the city of Philadelphia, maybe, ever. Everyone is obsessed with him. He, like, harasses people around the city. People think it's really funny. I knew this girl who was working out at a gym there, and he like, came and threw a slice of pizza at her at the gym. She was, like, humiliated, and everyone thought it was so funny. Anyway, he's a big deal there. It's freaky and uh, weird, and I wish he was not them um otherwise love the awards bobby's song is amazing okay crunch crunch
2: well, you, fantastic already and i just had to say this because i've always thought this but i've never had a platform or somewhere to say it but when someone says that they're accepting an award on someone else's behalf it makes it feel like they're gonna like keep the award like this is mine now thank you are those stupid crunch crunch